Welcome to SkillsUSA's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about social media and ways that chapters can use it to promote their activities and, and the exciting things they're doing in their schools. Today, my guest that I have with me is SkillsUSA's own Brooke Gatchel, who is our social media specialist for the organization. Welcome, Brooke. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. So, Brooke, do you remember the first time you saw social media? Yes, it was probably MySpace mm-hmm. back in 2006 or 2007. And I was in middle school at this point and had no business being on MySpace, but all my friends were doing it. So, and I don't know if you remember, but it started as like a music platform and then you could decorate your pages by copy and pasting all these crazy things and making your page sparkly and picking your top five. It was a wild time back then. Yeah. So I, I do remember that. That was actually SkillsUSA's first social media wow. page was, was MySpace. And, um, and it was, it was hit and miss, but you know, we were learning as we were going. Um, so what are some of the biggest mistakes you see people make on social media? And I'm thinking not necessarily individuals, but like brands, uh, which in this case, we're referring to schools and and things like that. Have Can you think of anything that, that people do that is maybe not the best thing? I think a lot of brands, especially big brands, don't know how to read the room. Um, and they'll think they're doing the right thing, or they think they're doing something revolutionary that'll change everything. And they get the opposite response that they're hoping for. I'm trying to think of an example, but I've seen it go horribly many times, but one instance where it did go well, where Wendy's got a little bit edgy and fun Mm -hmm. on Twitter. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. It worked completely in their favor. Um, They read the room really well. I think they became one of the more prominent fast food chains, even more so than they already were after this, because, you know, they were really able to engage the audience. They were engaging the audience in a way that made people want to share it and reshare and reshare it uh, because it was funny and they, they hit the nail on the head, but not every company or brand is able to execute it in that way. So how can a a chapter get started on social media if they haven't done anything let's say i'm an advisor at a school trying to to get our activities out a little more what would you recommend i mean everyone has to start somewhere so i understand how it can be extremely overwhelming and feel daunting especially to an adult advisor who may be you know a couple a decade a couple decades multiple decades older than their students that they see and work with every day. But I think the very first place to start is going to our brand portal and creating an official SkillsUSA logo with their chapter name on it that follows our brand guidelines. So that's thing one, so that they're able to properly put their own brand new logo that follows our standards on absolutely everything, whether that be posts, posters, they can use it as their profile picture. Uh, So that's definitely thing one. That's brand.skillsusa.org for those who don't know. Brand.skillsusa.org. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, a quick little uh, slide in there. I like it. So, (laughs) oh my goodness. So, I think documentation is the second biggest thing. 
oftentimes, you know, it's really important to be present and in the moment and enjoying every second of everything, but it's also really important to document it, to show everyone how much fun you're having or how all the wonderful things your chapter is doing um, for the school and for the community. Those, those are absolutely subjects that should be highlighted. To get to gain more followers, I think you need to get that chapter officer student buy-in. Having all of your officers um, follow you, having making sure that your officers are inviting like five friends to follow you. The school definitely has a Facebook, Instagram page. They absolutely do. Uh, it's rare that you would find one that doesn't. And really, you know, having a meeting with the administrators and asking them or whoever runs the social media pages, asking them, hey, can you reshare our um, our social media flyer regarding our spaghetti dinner onto your page? And these pages, depending on how big your town is, has thousands and thousands of thousands. So, you know, getting that buy-in from other clubs, sports teams, your school district, having just making the ask because the worst thing they could say is no. Having them reshare it will definitely build your following. It would build your brand recognition, which is a huge part too. And in turn, that may start getting students who aren't a part of Skills USA thinking about Skills USA and like wondering what it is and who's a part of it and maybe how they can get involved. You mentioned um, talking to the administrator and and or the social media person at the school. That's that that's an important point because I was thinking there may be some school districts that have specific rules and policies that mm-hmm. a person needs to be aware of. So they shouldn't just jump in without talking to someone to make sure that there's no policy against it or that there may be standards of like how it needs to appear or the types of posts that they can share. I know some schools have or some school districts and even states have really strict regulations about using images of students. Yes. And and what can and cannot be shown. So that's that's a good point. Of course, I'm not trying to make this sound overwhelming for someone. Um, Would you recommend them getting maybe like Intern's not the right word, but getting getting one of the students or possible recent alumni to help. So going back to your point of, you know, student privacy and what they are and aren't comfortable with. When I was an advisor, um, my administrator would give me a list of students who did not like to be photographed. Or whenever I went into a classroom, the the teacher, the instructors know very well who is in the class that doesn't like to be photographed. So when I, the first thing I did when I enter, I'd be like, Hey, is there anyone in here right now that doesn't, that cannot be photographed? They'd say yes or no. If they'd say yes, I'd make sure that they were not in the shot. And then if they said no, I could go crazy with it. Uh, this got really dicey when I started a middle school skills USA chapter. Uh, so I had mm-hmm. to pay extra, extra careful attention because now you're dealing with um, 11 to 13, 14 year olds. And, you know, the game is completely different. Um, but, you know, definitely having that administrator support, reading your uh, school handbook is super helpful. And maybe even connecting with your school's social media person to get some tips and tricks on what is the most effective for, you know, that area, because every area is different. Um, they're probably going to have more social media involvement if they have like a D1 football team. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point. Ha- having those conversations are important. Remind me your, the last question. Oh, getting student or alumni involvement. Okay. Yeah. If, so if that's think- recommended to get, you know, if, if like the teacher is just like, I don't, I don't, I don't have a smartphone. I'm not comfortable with, 
using that or I don't want it on my phone or whatever. Yeah, totally understandable. I think there should anything revolving around Skills USA or in corporate Skills USA should always have student involvement. It should always have a student hand um, being a part of it. So I think, you know, it should be surveyed who feels comfortable using social media, who feels confident using it. And having the student primarily run that. And I think that is definitely a huge part of the reporter's role mm-hmm. as social media is a new, uh, I can't even say new anymore, but it, the reporter's role used to be like scrapbooks and newspapers. And now I sure. think it's really transformed into being, you know, a social media ambassador for whichever chapter state organization you're, you're representing. Right. Um, so always have student involvement, like This year, I noticed a huge shift in social media from many different states Mm -hmm. and the states that like really stood out to me. um, They had students running it primarily. A few of these include, I believe it was Pennsylvania, Colorado, Florida and Maine. Maine really, really shined this year and their state officer team has taken it has done a huge undertaking um, and really reshifted, you know, what their their brand is. Now, one, I think you, you mentioned social media not being new, but I think one reason we feel like it is, is because there's always a new platform coming it's out true. Yeah. Every, every little while. So it's not necessary, is it, for a, a chapter to set up accounts on every possible social media platform, is it? Oh, God, no, please don't. Uh, because you should only yeah. be putting your energy into things that are effective. Mm-hmm. So I think a huge part of it is having a meeting around, you know, what do we want our brand to be? How do we want our audience to view us? And also, how are we going to engage our audience? Who is our audience? Because if, you know, you might run your Instagram page differently than your Facebook page, your Instagram page will probably be directed more towards the students, getting news out to the students, um, making posts around what you think students would be, you know, attracted to and make them want to click, follow, watch anything of that nature. And then, you know, gearing your Facebook page towards the parents of those students, wanting to see their kids' accomplishments. Uh, So I think I know that Twitter is dead. So I do not recommend starting a Twitter for anyone out there. But, you know, really doing a little bit of research on, you know, the platforms, who they're best Mm -hmm. suited for, as well as your demographics for who you're looking to put content out to. And as always, the SkillsUSA Communications Department is willing to assist you um, with with tips and and if you want you know, some guidance on brand related matters, we're always here. Um, you know, we can't do it for you, but we can certainly provide resources and point you in the right direction. Brooke, is it okay if people contact you if they have questions? Absolutely. And um, I don't know if you can attach my email to this, but if you're more comfortable, whoever is listening out there to directly message Skills USA on Instagram or even Skills USA memes, or you can message us on uh, Facebook as well if you need uh, help or you can email me. And we actually have a 24 hour hotline directly to the communications department and it's Craig's number. That will be 703. <laughs> no, no. I just got a new phone. I'm kidding. That's great. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for your time today. And folks, if you need um, to get some tips, take a look at our social media. Brooke's killing it every single day. And 
If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on our website under the headquarters page and send us your questions or, 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 or comments. And, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Brooke. Uh, this has been Skills USA's podcast. I'm your host, Craig Moore. Skills USA. Champion.